0: Good morning. Welcome to the UPC of Paris. It's good to see all of you. We have a couple of announcements. The fifth is going to be our Ladies United Fellowship and Ladies Christmas Party. So those are going to be combined. That's this Monday. Sign up. Sheet is in the foyer. And please bring a finger food. Make sure your kitchen's clean too. Okay. The seventh jam starts every Wednesday night. The 11th is Youth Sunday. So that's next Sunday night. Can I get a whoop whoop? That was a little weak. Woo whoop. Okay. 18th is Christmas Sunday. Sunday, Mark your calendars for that. The 18th that evening will be our uh, Christmas banquet. And tickets are in the foyer for that. After service, adults will be $13. This covers your meal, your drink, your dessert, and your entertainment you are welcome kids under 10 seven dollars contact sister lisa Calicook for more information the 18th our mission pledge
1: ever overcome your life and there is no rival that could ever stand against your mind you've always been with us every battle you've already won we've already we always been with us Every battle you've already won We've already won Sing, show me
2: Show me one thing He can do Show me a mountain He can move He's the God of the breakthrough If anything is possible Show me one thing that's too hot, show me waters, show me waters he can't he pop, he's the God he of the anything, There's anything is possible, oh, sing, there is, there is a kingdom, that's advancing, that's advancing, that's advancing at the speed of light, and in his kingdom, and in kingdom. Every dead thing is bound to rise. Our Redeemer, God our Redeemer. He is faithful. to revive. Oh, He will revive. Show me one, one thing He, he can do. Show me a mountain, me mountain He, he can't can. He's, He's the, the God, God of the great who to
3: praise God just look at somebody and say hey I hope you look better than I do (laughs) praise God that would kill vanity wouldn't it praise God we want to go to the Lord this morning for our prayer request how many of you came this morning Really expecting something from God. There's one. Now the hands are coming up. Okay. All right. How many wish they'd have stayed home? I didn't see many hands come up. (laughs) Praise God. But isn't it nice? Isn't, Isn't it great to be in the presence of God this morning with his people? We want to go to the Lord this morning for Sister Renee Flowers. Robert Newberry Jimmy Black Virginia Copeland Kason Steele Kylie Ryan Michelle Burnett Alex Stevens Vicki Sayas Jonathan Crawford Rex Foster Bob Bolton Billy Bolton Lois Waynes Dennis Shannon, Brother and Sister Bristow, good to see them here this morning. Brother and Sister Proctor, Brother and Sister Torino, and Chaplain Steve Goods. We want to... I think I mentioned his name, but uh, pray for Pastor Meyer's family, his uncle passed away, T.W. Hush, uh, Charles, Iyer, and Linda Ferris. Praise God. Praise God. Twenty-two years ago, I was blessed to be In Alexander, Louisiana, because of the times. And the Reverend Mike Williams came to the platform, the podium. He preached a message that has remained in my heart and my mind. I never want to forget that message. He took his text in John 11, started at verse 18 through verse 43. His message started out, he said that Jesus evidently was evangelizing in Jerusalem, and two and a half miles away was the little city of Bethany, and that's where Martha, Mary, And Lazarus was at. Lazarus became sick. And they sent for Jesus. And evidently, Lazarus passed away on that first day. Jesus got word that they asked him to come. Four days later, he came back to Bethany. Martha wanted to know why he was so late. Mary was upset with him because he didn't come before their brother passed away. And Jesus, impressed on them, said that he is only asleep. Take me to where he's at. So they gathered there at that tomb, and Jesus told them to roll back the stone and they rolled it back and Martha said Jesus you may not want to do that said he has been dead for four days and he already stinketh Jesus has rolled the stone back they rolled it back and Jesus cried out Lazarus come forth And out of that grave, here that man came out, dragging all of the grave clothes with him. And Jesus told the people, he said, take all of that off of him, loose him. And he came out alive and as well as you and I are. the stink did not stop jesus from resurrecting that man i want to tell you this morning i don't know who you are i don't know what all i don't know all of you but i want you to know this that regardless of how foul the smell of sin is in any life the stink won't stop Jesus he's going to be right there on the spot regardless of how long it takes for you to overcome some of the things remember this that the stink won't stop Jesus he's going to be with you From this day forward, remember, it doesn't matter to Jesus how foul and how disgusting the smell of our problems may be. The stink won't stop Jesus from coming to our needs this morning. And as we all stand, if you have a need in your body, if you have a need of any kind, I would ask you to come forward right now and don't hold back roll that gravestone back roll it back and let that spirit come forth this morning touch your body
1: And gratitude towards Jesus It has been I will be 100% transparent as always. It has been an up and down week. And there was there was every night this week or every day this week I've had a difficulty going to sleep and so Monday I decided, or Monday's when it started, and so I decided I'm going to take full advantage and get every possible minute out of this daylight that I can. So that way, whenever it comes nighttime, I have no choice but to fall asleep. And I did that, and, and I did some extremities in, in as far as running and, and really pushing myself And it made somewhat of a difference, but there was still some sort of thing that was nagging me. And so, it started Monday night where I played this uh, this Christian playlist of just instruments. <laughs> it, it, was, it was the craziest thing because Monday was a, a, a very uh, down day. Um, and that's not easy to admit, but it was a very rough day. And... Um, I just, I just had this vision while my sister was helping me to be able to go back to sleep. I had this vision, and it was of myself playing this music. I mean, and I was just so happy, and I was so joyful. And, you know, and that helped me put to sleep. And, you know, that was, it was sort of silly in that moment but I just rested in that and I rested in that embrace that God had wrapped his arms around me and that he was using me to play this music on the piano and so it came to me I'm going to take full advantage and take every moment every second every minute that I can with you Jesus because God at the end of the day no matter how much I wear myself out no matter how much hell I'm going through you've got me and you wrap me up and you, you, you literally just put me in your arms and you rock me to sleep. And it's almost a little pride taking, you know, having to view yourself in that way, but it helped me and it humbled me as well. And I cannot thank God enough. I cannot thank the people in my life enough, my church family enough. I, I cannot be more thankful. Coming off of this holiday into the next, you know, for Jesus and what he's constantly doing for me and what he's constantly doing for everyone around me. And I just want to give you inspiration and encouragement and exhaust yourself in God. Take every minute, every second that you can take full advantage of God. And even in those moments when you don't feel like you have a lot to really take advantage of, He's still going to be there to wrap you up and, and give you so much peace. At this time, we'll have our ushers come for the tithing offering. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus, thank you so much, God. Thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for being present in every time, especially in the times of trouble. Thank you for helping us get out of the mud. Thank you for helping us to overcome each and every battle that comes our way, no matter how long that battle may be. Jesus, I pray that you would bless this offering, that you would bless these people, that you would bless this this nation, this world, God, this community. Bless us spiritually, financially, emotionally, physically. I plead the blood of Jesus over this service today. Amen.
4: that's hid down inside your soul as you're seated today what a joy it is to know that Christ in you the hope of glory the glory is always even the realization that you are have just come through a trial Or you're going to come through a trial. And so the beauty and the glory of the Lord are phenomenal. He wishes that we could be more perfect quicker. But he lives to linger with patience while we are satisfying ourselves with overcoming and so one way or the other you're an overcomer you're either already doing it or you're about to do and that is what the power of the name of Jesus the spirit of Jesus and the word of Jesus supply to us so I am some kind of excited today to know that light is going to move into darkness, even greater light than yesterday because add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge, knowledge temperance, temperance, brotherly love, and and, and as you add to that dimension, uh, you go out and you energize your body and you get ready to eat again the next day. How many of you eat at least once a day? I see some of you have been doing much more than that. It's a good thing to eat. The Bible said, they that be fat on the earth shall eat and worship. Hang in there. You'll reach it. It's a glorious thing to serve a God that has a broad sense. If you just look around, nobody looks like you. I see you've already been looking. And uh, you wonder why they don't look as good as you. It's an interesting world that you're living in. God created it like it is so that you could be particularly blessed to overcome the weird stuff and to be a help to others. And then you have people that help you And then you help them. And it's a wonderful life. I am glad today to see people that care about each other. And uh, that's one of the reasons we come together. We want them to know we are hanging in there. And that gives them encouragement. If so-and-so can hang in there with all the stuff they've been going through. Well, my goodness, surely I can make it. A lot of times when a preacher says something great like that, people say, Amen, Pastor. You catch on so quick. It's really awesome to live in this God thing. Uh, All right, did we get the uh, lesson here? And and We can't thank this media people enough. I, I mean, as much as that's it. Thank you. As much as I try to get all of that stuff done, it seems like my computer just wars with me. And so uh, I just uh, sort of have to really rely on these fellows because uh, it, it it means a ton to uh, have help. And the Bible uses the term the gift of helps in a church. And so... No matter how the enemy tries to make you feel like you're not a help, I promise you that you are. All you have to do is think about looking around and seeing somebody else that might not have been at church. And then if you have to be out of church, there's others thinking about you like you did them. And and they're thinking, man, I, I, so-and-so must be going through a problem, must, must be having sickness or car broke down, wife got mad. Uh, Well, you go ahead and say what you want to say. It's just amazing how real life is. I mean, he designed it to have a lot of feeling. And he designed it so that there is a choice of how much you choose to live in vagrancy spiritually or in the lofty heights of spirituality. And so he has conquered the world to show you it can be conquered even when people hurt you and murder you behind your back and to your face. And so he went through everything. And that's why it's so important that we learn the, the whole word. He was tempted in all points, such as we, and yet without sin. So when you get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are utilizing the second Adam's bloodline because salvation is in the name. And blood is allocated to that name to cleanse us from all our sins, weaknesses, helplessness, failures, misunderstanding. The blood of Jesus cleanseth us from all our sins. So sin is just something that separates you from God. And so when you're separated from God, you don't feel powerful. When you are praising him, you the Bible said, when you praise the Lord, he inhabits the praise. He follows the trail of hallelujah, praise the Lord, down to the heart that created that praise. And then he that hath a clean heart shall be satisfied. Well, we ought to clap our hands to him. Because he alone is worthy. And so I start off with this light that has come into the darkness. And so your darkest night has a light. Sometimes you have to turn it on. And the way you turn it on is you begin to praise him because he inhabits the praise of his people. And God is light. And so when you begin to praise Him in the pathos and the disappointments and all the other hell that's going on in our world, I'm telling you the light of the world will show up in your darkest dungeon, ask Paul, who lived in prison behind walls that he should not have had to live in, but he could turn the light on in the darkest dungeon and have glory and victory in the middle of what he was going through. I'm telling you, you're not gonna go through anything that God can't get there. So, you saw this Wednesday night, and you're gonna see it again on Wednesday night coming up. Uh, n- not this next two Wednesday nights. I know. I, I know what I told you. I, I was not aware that all of the things that uh, when I said that, I was not aware of all the things that's gonna be happening the next two Wednesday nights. But Brother Dicky is doing better, and he's going to be preaching the next two Wednesday nights. And so uh, I'm going to have to be away for a funeral this Wednesday night. Uh, My Uncle T passed away, and then the next Wednesday night I'm going to have to be absent. And so I wanted you to know you still got some great stuff happening in the middle of what's going on. So we're going to see this again in about three or four weeks, maybe. It may have to be after December. All right. We want to look at salvation through the Word of God, and, uh, and we want to uh, pick up on some things here that, uh, that, that we need to consider. Do you think Noah was worried about the flood? He had been preparing for that flood for a long time. And then I'm hearing so many of God's elect worried about what's happening here. And I hear the clarion voice coming out of the heavens. Fear not, for I the Lord am with thee, whithersoever thou goest. I will go. Noah didn't even have the Holy Ghost. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We have got to learn how to optimize the glory of having received the Spirit of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. If you're going through something sorrowful, it's the devil trying to tempt you to give up, to quit, and to, and, to, and to get frustrated. I'm here to tell you, the Spirit of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. That's straight out of your Bible, and God wants you to get up, get out, and get with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish you would tell your neighbor, don't forget the three G's of life. Get up, get out, get with it. When the three G's are not working, just look at your wife or husband or your mother and dad and said three G's. Get them going. Now they know. They have no excuse for lollygagging around wondering if they can make it through another day say, When you preach that good, a lot of people say, amen, pastor. That's good preaching. You can make it through another day. You've already been through hell and back in many occasions. Don't doubt your future because your past declares you've got a future just as great as anything that you ever conquered in the past. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So. Jonathan said to the young man that bear his armor, Come, let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be. (laughs) I wish you'd just sort of look at somebody and say, It may be that the Lord will work for us. I mean, that's not me. That, the Lord wrote that. It may be that the Lord will work for us. Anybody got a big amen that he's worked for you before? Amen. He's not going to change. And if he does change, he has lied. If he got you out of something already, he'll get you out of what you're going through now. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we've got to declare it when we look in the mirror. I'm coming through. I'm coming out. I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. I know this God. And there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. I have seen preachers actually give up because a crowd was small. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He called you because He loves you, and it's an everlasting call, and it's an everlasting love. So Gideon and Jonathan understood after losing 31,700 followers that the Lord, I wish you'd tell your wife that, your friend that you're sitting close to. Hello? I said he cannot fail. What can fail is, uh, who knows the trust position. Get your friend there and teach him that trust position real quick. Richard, you don't mind, do you? Yeah, show him how to trust. Yeah, he's already got the, even the whole manacle thing. He, he's not going to do it on the side. He's going to bring it right here to the front. Bro. <laughs> it's trust, brother. You're falling, but God's got your back. Now, t- show him the other one. Where are you? It'll come to you. Now, watch this. You're God. Maybe. Did you feel that? Did you feel that? That's it. That's when you trust in the Lord. He feels it every time you get hit. You feel that? Don't ever forget that story. God showed me that years ago for myself. It's okay now. You're on your own two feet. We got you out of that problem. (laughs) Gideon and Jonathan understood that after losing 31,700 people, that they still had victory. I don't care what you think you've lost. God's on your side and he's about to raise you up into a miracle so that your neighbors can see and your husband can see and your wife can see and your children can see and your mama can see and your daddy can see that the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. In the mountain of Zion, the Lord calls us, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And if that's not true, there's no hell and there's no heaven so you're making a bold dash about it I'm telling you the truth I've already touched heaven and I've touched hell I know they're alive and I know he's alive because he has kept me in heavenly places your Bible refers to heavenly places So if God then be for us, somebody say, God, through Christ, conquered death, hell, and the grave. So what are you worried about? If you can quote that, and you can trust that, and you can have a confidence and a faith in that there is no weapon formed against you that can get you or prosper. I'm here to preach and teach both that you and I have found the rock of ages we have found the river of living water and we have found the future of why we're here ladies and gentlemen it's not about going to the house it's finding the God of glory at the house and if we don't find the God of glory at the house we need to Change houses. I'm here to tell you that God is alive evermore. It is totally impossible to kill Him. They tried to do it, they killed His body thinking they could get rid of Him. You can't get rid of God. He is the light of the day, He is the conquest of life, He is the victory that keeps everything moving. So I assure you today if you die, in the lord born again of the water and the spirit your life is preserved against the darkest grave the darkest day the most disappointing day the darkest of anything you could experience acts 1 and 8 tells must you shall receive power acts 2 37 through 40 <coughs> Allows you to know you can be born again. If you're going through hell and you have lost your confidence, you can be renewed. Better than Brother Ronnie Bolton's former car department where he used to take wrecks like you. I mean like people that you know. And restore them. And that's what the Lord said. He said, I will restore to you the days. That you've already missed. I'll make them up to you. He said, I will heal your minds. I will transform your minds. Actually, as you obey me and follow me. I will make you greater than you had ever thought about being. I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has entered the heart or the mind of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. I'm telling you, your faith is going to get you there. But faith without works and faith without knowledge and faith without uh, the glory of the Lord functioning in your life is dead faith. The Bible talks about a dead faith. So ladies and gentlemen, it's high time, Paul said, to arise. And I want you to understand that the scriptures are very pronounced. The greatest amount of money or fame. You may give all your praise to the ball teams and you may testify to everybody about what they did and one little play and one little thing and all of this. I would never challenge God's love and thrill of living by praising any employee of a football team, a baseball team, and have their stuff hanging on the wall of my heart or my house more than I have the Word of God hanging on the wall in my house. Love not the world, neither the things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Listen to what you're talking about most before that you allow yourself to drain out and the glory of the Lord to be filled in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a game. This is life. No, 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 this is not playing baseball or basketball or those. No, 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 this is a contest between you and your want to. So, again, we look at this stuff and man, there is not a chance that man could take these pictures, create a camera that could reach with magnification to outer space, man, that God created? And you want to think that some men have got it bested over that book? No, 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 no. There's not a human in the world that God did not create. Not a one. There is not a person in the world that can (laughs) absolutely... <coughs> Pardon me. Absolutely come up with all the ingredients to create a new human. They may actually create a robot that can do what humans did, but they're taking advantage of how humanity works. They can do with robots what I'm doing with my hands. They can't love their neighbor. They may be skilled in performing if you've ever been to any of those uh, uh, places of GM and Ford Motor Company where that they take raw steel and make it into a ball bearing. They take raw steel and make it into an axle and then they take other material and grooves to reach out and move into your transmission so that it all works together. Where did that knowledge come from? Every good and perfect gift cometh from above. The Father of light in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. There ought to be something pulsating in our heart today. My God, you called me. You want me to be your bride. You want me to share your future. You want me to walk up there and heart and you're going to train me how to run it, and then we're going to actually make those worlds limited compared to the things that shall be. It is amazing. So our meaningful and eternal life, Headed to forever via Bethany, Jerusalem in an empty tomb. And you and I are going to listen to man try to negotiate a plan that will get us better something than that book offers to us. There is not a spirit, there is not a book that can rival the Word of God. That is absolute. It's not obsolete. It is current right now as much as it was the day that God breathed into Adam the breath of life and man became a living soul. And just as much as Noah when he built an ark. That's why I say to you Noah was not worried about the flood and we ought not to be worried about the antichrist we ought not to be worried about the sin that is running through this world what we need to do is care for our brother and care for our sister and care for our kids and turn lights on in every part of our house you are my daddy you are my son you are my brother and you're not going to fail without me taking you uh, under my arm you are my brother in Christ Christ. You are my sister in Christ. We are the body of Christ. We're not just a group of people calling ourselves Pentecostal, Apostolic, or Holiness. That's not what we are about. We name that because there is something that has virtue in it. But what we are about is looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the creator of heaven and earth. And we're not going to go on vacation away from him. We are going on vacation with him in This is the rest when you shall cause the weary to rest. This is the refreshing with a stammering lip and another tongue. Will I speak unto this my people? Ladies and gentlemen, talking in tongues is not Pentecostal. It's apostolic. It is to come to the place where a baby that's born can't speak English or French or Spanish. It just gets mother's attention. I'm hungry. How many mothers do we have here? Would you raise your hand? How many of your kids woke up on the 10th day home from the hospital and started saying, I want milk? How many of you understood they wanted something? The Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter days. Don't you ever misunderstand God's ability way back yonder to take a baby that can't speak English, French, Spanish, and communicate with its mother, and that's it. That's why he says, "Howbeit in the Spirit we speak mysteries, for the Spirit itself maketh intercession with the one who created us." That shouldn't be hard to c- comprehend. I'm not talking about comprehend all of the uh, emphases and all of the genes and all of that stuff. What I'm talking about is it happens. So, (coughs) follow me and I will give you a clean heart. A new life with power and spirit to overcome. I create all things and for my glory I am a jealous God. You don't like it when you play games with other gods. Give your affection to other gods this is the straight and the narrow he was talking about you got to narrow it down to who is your God he is a God that never fails that's why at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And I promise you that's all going to happen. The day that this earth spins out of its orbit. And heaven and earth shall be no more. There will be nothing but a firebrand. But the church is going to rise out. Just like the wind. And that's why... You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not about becoming Pentecostal. It's about becoming one with the Creator. That's why you want to pray every day. Keep the breath of the Spirit alive. That's why you want to quote the Word of God regularly. For the Word of the Lord shall make you free. You don't want to just play games with it and get you two or three scriptures and say, well, you know, I've got it all together. This plan right here is part of the plan that created all that's behind that structure. So, Goliath and David are David and Goliath. How is it with you? David looked small. But greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. Do we have any midgets here? Anybody willing to be a midget? Okay, Brother Jeff, you win. Would you act like a midget? (laughs) Now, he feels like me when I'm looking at him. (laughs) (laughs) He got it, don't he? Look straight up at me. Now, let me tell you something. We are pitiful without God. But with God... All things are. He will raise you up. And you will never have a battle that you're not able to whip. Now his scripture for it is, I will never put more on you than you can bear. So whatever you're going through. And whatever you're facing off with. Let me tell you, God is able. And I may look small compared to him. But he don't know I've got a shotgun in his back. He ain't going nowhere. And the devil may look bigger, but I'm telling you, he don't know you've got a name that's above every name and at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, every knee shall bow, I don't care how big your problem looks, it's going under I'm preaching to you today a gospel that has never failed I'm preaching, thank you brother Jeff I'm preaching to you a Jesus that can't fail, I'm preaching to you a bloodline that can't stop forgiving and cleansing and healing and raising you up, ladies and gentlemen there ought to be shouting room only in your mind and heart right now to know I know the Redeemer. I know the power of God unto salvation. I've been buried in His name. I have His Spirit and I'm not going to play games with it. I'm going to take advantage of it and I'm going to trample on the problems that are trying to arrest me and I'm going to face off with the hell that's trying to damn my family and down our city and down our country ladies and gentlemen i'm preaching to you a jesus that cannot fail somebody ought to be shouting about now if you believe this kind of god shout unto the lord with a voice of triumph he said shout unto the lord with a shout of praise I capitalize Goliath because that's what so many people do to their problems. They capitalize on it. Talk about it all day long. Now, it's not wrong for you to confess your faults. The Bible tells you plainly find a brother or sister that you can confess your faults to. But mainly, he says, to confess them to God. Now, if you know somebody is can't wait to tell their neighbor what you told them, and they're not going to pray for you, and they're not going to brace up and get you up, come here, Brother Stephen, real quick. Get down here and pitiful. Well, at least look up. There's hope. No, go ahead and get back down there. But reach up now no, don't you get yourself up you, you're not saved by works of righteousness which you are saved by works of righteousness but by your own works you're not saved the works of righteousness is touch the righteous judge and get a hold of the righteous king now am I putting a strain on you yet you, you act like you're going to do it yourself I've done that before and it don't work you got to let God get you where he wants you now, you do have to cooperate. Okay. Now, you're on God level. When you obey a word of God, you get on the level of that much of God. Obedience is better than sacrifice because of one reason. You can't pay me to get you up here. But you can pay yourself by Being obedient to the word, and then you're on the equal of killing the giant. And that's why God used David, a little bitty scrubby guy, instead of some of the other guys that were so big. And he, he didn't need them. He needed to show an illustration that though you were a sinner, you are now in covenant with the king. And the king's business is your business, and your business is the king's business. And no weapon formed can t- to stop the blood from cleansing you from how stack of sins... I don't care how many sins you brought in here today. The blood will cleanse you. I don't care how much past you are dragging around. I'm telling you he's willing to help you sever your relationship with your history. And he said, I will make all things new. I'm going to give you a new day. I'm going to give you a new name. I'm going to give you a new glory. I'm going to give you a new victory. And you're going to start by overcoming your flesh. And once you've overcome your flesh, there will be no problem going through the valleys and the mountains. You go up and down and up and down and you still will be going 70 miles an hour because you got enough horsepower under the engine. and I'm telling you when you got a good engine or a good God, whether you're going up a hill or down a hill, you've got the same moderation that you need to conquer the valleys and the mountains. Oh, he's doing good, isn't he? Thank you. So. Why Bethlehem? And why Bethany? The birth, the life, the teachings, according to God, needed a human body that would illustrate the life God intended. That's why you have the scripture that he, Jesus, became sin who knew no sin. That we, through the righteousness of Jesus, could become heirs, H-E-I-R-S, not hairs. Somebody's looking at me a little weird like. Heirs, H-E-ir, H-E-I-R-S, somebody say inheritances, heirs of God, join heirs with Jesus Christ. Whatever Jesus Christ got, that's what we're going to get through the presence of the Spirit. That doesn't mean everything that's going on in this world is the same that you wanted it to be. It's the same as you needed it to be. For heaven to be heaven, he has got to let you go through certain things that you conquer. While your brother or sister over here may be going through something totally different, they've got to learn to conquer that because he's going to make us rulers, kings, and priests in the next dimension. You don't have to figure it out. That's why it's all by faith. Jesus, born in Bethlehem, would parade the powers of God, our spirit, through the entirety of life. He was tempted. Somebody say, he was. Tempted in everything I've ever been tempted to do. He was tempted to give up. But he looked around and saw his lookalikes. And he said, Sherman, I won't give up. I see you coming up in years in front of me. And I'm going to give you exactly what you need. A red-headed woman. (laughs) That would care. That would love. And that you would rise up to love her. And protect her. And provide for her what she cannot provide for for herself. Oh, friend, this is not some little game that we play with called religion. No, no, no. It is salvation. There's a whole lot of difference in religion and salvation. The Bible said salvation is of the Lord, but many religious systems have come up. You're facing 300 and something of them right now in your world, and there's only one heaven and one earth, and there's only one God you've got to make some pretty strong decisions if you're a thinking person you care about the statistics on the cars you buy if you're a thinking person you check out the plans for the house that you buy to make sure there's enough rebar in the foundation and to make sure that the building was not built over on the away from the uh, line for the uh, schematics down at the courthouse because you may get some of your property taken away if you buy a house and they didn't have the iron pens in the right place. That's your world. You're not going to get a dollar's worth of pennies unless the gold value is at the place it needs to be. They'll just give you the same hundred pennies, but they won't buy as much stuff on the market. But today, your prayer of faith will still have the same results as Moses. As David, today is the day of salvation. Because you pray a prayer of faith and you respond to the Word of God. It's not about, again, I try to tell you, it's not about how many people we get in this church. It's how many people we get the church in them. That's a whole lot of difference in going to church and getting... You wait till you let him face a trial, and if he has it, he'll KO the giant. That's why Paul said, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I am nothing. ladies and gentlemen. It's high time for us to confess our faults to Him because He alone can heal and straighten out the miscues. He alone can forgive. He alone can install the power. He alone can furnish His Word with the bloodline that will cleanse us from all of our sins. Ladies and gentlemen, it's high time for us to make a decision. I'm not playing games with going to church and uh, oh so and so got me mad and I'll never go back. What is that? that is a corrupt thinking I'm going to the house of God I don't care who goes if the preacher preaches Jesus and the preacher preaches truth and the preacher can entertain the glory of the Lord I'm going to find me a river that's got some things in it Musicians, y'all better come I don't even know what time but it looks like it's 24 minutes after 11, and I see some of you already licking your lips. An anchor. We're going to have an altar call here in a minute, so I hope you make make some time for that. We have missed too many times of getting around the front and praying. We need to pray for one another. We're not on that fast of a schedule. I doubt very seriously if there's anything more important than praying in this altar with brothers and sisters past the 11.30 or 12 o'clock even. When we had revival that affected a city, it was when people timetabled to the church, not to the eating meeting. An anchor of life for man to tie himself to. From the Old to the New Testament. We see the many ways for this. God, observing what he knew could occur, was and remains determined. God would come. So he did. He created himself a body that was a sinful body. It was born of humanity. But the spirit in it. God was in Christ. He was tempted because he lived in a body that had every temptation that you've ever had. To give up. To get jealous. To become hateful. To strike out at somebody. Every temptation. He was there. Don't you think for one minute when they was beating him on that cross that he was not tempted to come down and show them who he really was don't you think for one minute he couldn't have broken that nail that held his foot in place and kicked every sword and every whip out of everybody's hand that was on that hillside But you know why he did it? He did it so you, whether your sins were many or few, he could get you up and take you by the hand and lead you to the promises of the Almighty. He said, I will be with you, Ronnie. I will be there. Put your hand hand around me. I will bear your burdens because I know that load gets heavy. So you just cast all your cares on me because I care for you. But I'm taking you, Brother Ronnie, to an oasis that will never run dry. Your bank account may get shallow and your friends may get few but I gave you an image of a man that built an ark and Noah wasn't afraid of the storm. He wasn't afraid of COVID-19. He wasn't afraid of how many religious systems faked it. He wasn't afraid of all of that. He found a shoulder to lean on. He found a strength to give to every human. He found the glory to provide whosoever will let him come and drink you may not even like the preacher it's not about the preacher it's about the word he's watching to see you're catering to the word What is your response to the preaching of the word for your family's sake, for your husband's sake, for your children's sake? Do they see you following one or two of the things in the word? Or do they see you following the word, the well that never will run dry? It has everything in it. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in the earth. That well will never. He said, you may drink of it. Jacob's well, but I am the well that will never run dry. I'm gonna tell you, you may have backslid 30 times last month, but I'm telling you, the forgiveness of God is in the well. All you have to do is confess your sin, and I'm telling you, He will give you water to drink of that you will never thirst again. He is not embarrassed that you look like him and that you have failed to take advantage of his mentality he's not embarrassed but he's broken hearted I said he's not embarrassed he's broken hearted when you just play like something really got a hold of you now hold that up there And I want you to go back there with that blindfold on and hug Brother Arlton Bristow, who has been here. I I came about 50 years ago and preached a revival here. Do you remember? No, don't look around. You're blinded, man. That's what I'm saying. That's why you need a preacher. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. Did you hear what he said? I can't see. I'm telling you, The five senses can't do everything, but the spirit of the king can get it all done. So marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again of the water and the spirit. Well, I understand how the devil works. Well, yeah, yeah, that means my mother went to hell because she didn't get baptized in Jesus' name. My daddy must have gone to hell because you're saying all of them went to hell. I'm not telling you anything. I'm telling you, you're on your own two feet. You don't know how many times your mother and dad. That's why he said if a man doesn't hate mother, father, brother, sister, he can't be my disciple. Because we affiliate humanity instead of deity. Okay, I'm kneel down, keep the blind on. I've got you real close to some strength that's gonna take the scales off of your eyes if you'll ask. If you'll ask. Father, cleanse me. Father, cleanse me. Heal me. me. Ask and you shall receive. Seek. Seek with your hand. Reach out. See if there's any help. Oh, my goodness. I just touched the hem of his garment I just felt glory I reached up and I felt the heavens of heavens come down and meet me at this altar that's how I got the Holy Ghost a little boy nine years old crying my way to Calvary I mean, let me tell you something don't you ever doubt it God gave every one of your family a chance don't you back up and say well that means my mother my daddy my cousin my daughter my son They they missed it. I promise you if they died before they were responsible God's got them in his cradle but if they died knowing life and death is it acceptable or not acceptable let me tell you if they made their own choice and you can't live it for them I'm here to preach to you it's your day it's your hour it's your God it's your future you're not downing or damning anybody Damnation comes from resistance to the Spirit. So as we stand, I'm praying for the intercessors to come first to this altar. Who will intercede on the behalf of a world that we live real close to? Do we have any intercessors in the house? Because when Zion travails sons and daughters will be born I said when Zion intercedes or travails they're both the same that when Zion travails sons and daughters will be born that means that this altar is a place where we put ourselves on the line and we put our clock on the line and we put our will on the line and we say God I'm not willing for my neighbor to go to hell and I'm going to pray a prayer of faith and I am going to give you my body and I'm going to give you my mind and I'm going to give you you my spirit and I want to intercede in behalf of every preacher every church family everybody in this city I'm asking for every board member to find a place every board member find a place to travail if you care enough to help respond to the responsibility, you ought to care enough to travail and weep over the lost. I'm not playing games with this stuff. It is about our kids growing up in a world that's got a bunch of fake Christianity. When Zion travails, go ahead and sing, would you?
2: you are- God alone. that's it you may have to
4: pray where you are we certainly understand that but let's all bear one another's God burdens alone. let's pray for our city and every preacher
2: in the good times in every bad, mother
4: every broken hearted mother
2: your
4: let's come back you tonight in alone. that prayer room Praying, God, don't let us be average. We want to be the power, the, light, the glory. And you are God. That's it. That's it. That's it. We need an old fashioned revival of conviction.
2: Because you are God.
4: When Zion prevails, sons and daughters will be born. But until, it'll just be routine, waiting on somebody else. You are God.
2: You are God.